What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. Lots of attention is focused on whether State Representative Joey Andrews of St. Joseph has a conflict of interest by owning a solar panel company and voting on legislation making it easier for large-scale solar farms to locate in Michigan. Andrews is one of three partners in Parasol Solar, founded in 2015 in Niles, to bring solar panels to residential and commercial customers in the region. He's also the vice chair of the Michigan State House Energy Committee, the same body that just approved removing local municipalities from the decision-making process and large-scale solar developments, instead giving that decision to a three-person governor-appointed panel. Asked about the potential conflict, Representative Andrews says that's not the case because Parasol Solar is no longer operating. The company is not operational. Um, we more or less shut it down in 2019, aside from a, a one-off for a former customer in 2021. Um, there's no income, no assets, no employees. It's just a you know empty LLC that sits on the books. Andrew says even if the company were still operating, it gives him perspective on what the industry is about. I don't benefit from this in any way, uh, but on the contrary, I would argue that my time in the industry um, has given me a lot of perspective on the issue and understanding, um, and I think that that's true of anybody in any industry. You know, um, We've had members of the legislature that own restaurants and farms and all manners of businesses, and um, you know that comes with some expertise and some knowledge of the industries, which uh, helps inform um, you know, and make us better legislators on the issues that we're legislating on. Adding to the perception problem, Representative Andrews' sister is a registered lobbyist on clean energy issues. Andrew says she has not lobbied him directly. No, no. I mean, um, we're family, so like you know, we talk. But um, she hasn't like you know paid for dinner for me or something like that, or you know, spent money to lobby me on anything. No. State House Republicans have criticized the potential conflict. State Representative Jay DeBoyer of Clay Township calls it part of a pattern of apparent financial self-interest in the Democrat caucus referring to Andrews and State Representative Angela Whitwer, whose private company was recently found to have several clients with ties to public legislation that moved through her committee. Berrien County's plans for a new 911 dispatch center in Buchanan are getting back on track. The county last year purchased a building at 500 Circle Drive in Buchanan Township from American Electric Power, with plans to construct a new 800 megahertz 911 tower. Marion County Administrator Brian DeSette tells us those plans hit a roadblock when Native American artifacts were found at the site. However, progress has been made with finding a new location for the tower. Over the last couple of weeks, working with Motorola, we've been able to get a final sign-off from the State Historic Preservation Office, or SHPO. And that's a really important step. SHPO, having signed off on our site, we can now proceed with just working with the, the local unit of government on final permitting and lease agreements. Descent says Buchanan Township has a public safety building near the building, and the county is negotiating with the township to place the tower there. He believes the construction could start next year. Then would begin the process of moving the 911 dispatch down to the former AEP building. Over the next year, we're going to just go through and methodically uh, make improvements to modernize the building to make it more habitable for our operations. Descent notes the building is quite large, providing more space than 911 dispatch would need. The county is looking at options for other uses in the building, which could include leasing part of it to another entity. For now, the priority is the 911 tower, so weak spots in the county's signal coverage in Buchanan and Bertrand Township can be resolved.
There's auto insurance reform moving through the state legislature, and State Senator Eric Nesbitt says it will probably lead to increased costs for drivers. The legislation just approved by the Senate seeks to increase reimbursement rates for medical providers that care for seriously injured motorists. Nesbitt says the way it goes about that will lead to higher insurance costs. I think they're really gutting the 2019 reforms, and that's why Governor Whitmer and the Director of Insurance and Financial Services came out opposed to it. The reform came after providers of long-term care for crash victims had complained of an inability to treat some of those patients due to insurance limits. As it says, the legislation takes Michigan backwards. What this does is sets up a whole new fee schedule that increases the cost across the board and then also uh, provide further costs while not delivering any further savings for drivers. Governor Gretchen Whitmer's office opposes the legislation, saying it will increase costs. Nesbitt says this is one of the few times you'll find him agreeing with Whitmer. The package was approved in the Senate. The bill now moves to the House. Anyone interested in a career in law enforcement in Marion County has the chance to learn about available opportunities at a law enforcement hiring fair this week. The event will feature several agencies from around the county, including the Berrien County Sheriff's Department, the St. Joseph Department of Public Safety, Chickaming Township Police Department, the Benton Township Police Department, and the Buchanan Police Department. Agencies throughout the county are facing a shortage of staff, and they're telling anyone who attends to bring a resume. The event will be Thursday, October 26th from 5 to 8 p.m. at Lake Michigan College's Hanson Technology Center. Also on hand, representatives of Corwell Health and the Berrien County 911 Center. An Elkhart man is dead following a crash in Cass County on Sunday. Cass County Sheriff's Office says it responded to a single vehicle crash on Old 205 near Cassopolis Road in Mason Township shortly after midnight. The department says around that time, deputies were notified that police in Napanee, Indiana, were chasing a stolen vehicle from Elkhart County into Cass County. Napanee police terminated their pursuit when they lost sight of the stolen car, but a short time later, a resident on Old 205 notified the sheriff's department a vehicle had crashed into a tree. When deputies arrived on scene, they found 49-year-old Adrian Smith of Elkhart, a passenger in the vehicle, dead. The driver of the vehicle had run off. However, the driver was later found thanks to the help of Michigan State Police Canine. Smith was not wearing a seatbelt at the time of the crash, and police do believe drugs were a factor. The incident remains under investigation. The United Auto Workers strike didn't have an effect on small businesses last month. That's according to the Michigan Retailers Association, who reports September sales rose for the first time since July. Andrea Bightley is with the association and says times have been quite unpredictable. We saw a number of different pieces fall into place and challenges also um, impact Michigan's consumers. Obviously, the UAW strikes that are now impacting multiple sectors are a major factor. Wiley says sales have been on a roller coaster this year. Nearly 60% of businesses reported an increase or no change in sales last month. And a new study says almost all of us are buying phony products online. Researchers at Michigan State University say that nearly 7 in 10 people have been deceived into buying counterfeit products online at least once in the past year. Matt Schurz is president of the Computer and Communications Industry Association. Fighting counterfeits requires substantial cooperation between brand owners and retailers. Existing law recognizes that trademark owners are in the best position to accurately and efficiently identify counterfeit goods from authentic goods. Sure says clothes and shoes are the most commonly purchased counterfeit items. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.